0: beautiful people hello, hello. I have uh, a song to share with you well welcome for starters in case you're new I don't mean to uh, not welcome you I, I sometimes get in that mindset that it's uh, the same folks coming along on the journey with me so I apologize welcome to 321 I'm Bobby the Awesome and here we talk about wow Addiction, recovery, life, all that good stuff. So thank you for being here. I went to Connecticut this weekend, as you know if you've been around, and we did Christmas. And one of the things that my mother gave me, I want to share with you, and I'm going to start sharing with you every day because I think this is really cool. She got me a calendar that has little quotes on it. So I'm going to start sharing. I don't know if they're quotes or just positive thingamadoo hoppers. So for today, for example, it says to be the best, you must be able to handle the worst. (laughs) If that doesn't sum up the journey of addiction, uh, I'm not sure what does. You have to get through the shit, right? To get to the other side, whatever the shit is, you just gotta, and then you can be your best. My advice would be to do it with an open mind, learning, and gratitude to be more successful to be your best, but that's not what the calendar says. And then... When they gave it to me and I was excited, my stepfather told me about this little trick my mother did, and I really love it because I'm horrible, horrible at dates. I always wonder how my mother knows when to celebrate deaths and birthdays and, and moments, and it's not just Facebook's time hop, but what she does is she's had the same calendar. There's no year on it, mind you. That's the key to this is it's just nice quotes, and it's just the dates, But what she does is she'll put down what happens on that date. She'll make a little note on the paper calendar. It's one of those little, maybe, I don't know, five by threes or five by fives. I don't really know the size. But isn't that genius? So then the next year when she flips the calendar, she knows what happened on that day, special anniversaries. So I thought I would just share that with you because they were kind enough to share that with me. All right, what does our reading out of the Body, Mind, and Spirit books say today? It's a Chinese proverb kicking us off. The butterfly becomes only when it's entirely ready. Entirely ready? Do we ever feel entirely ready to do anything? This takes some spiritual support. Once we put things off as much as we could, as often as we could, whenever we could, Action was not a familiar concept in our lives. Promises, those came more naturally. In a promise, there was no demand involved. In time, broken promises became a trademark of our lives. But not today. Today, we can make a commitment and keep it. Each day, we act more responsibly, more consistently, and get more things done. As we move through stages of becoming entirely ready, we need to stay more constantly in touch with our higher power. Because we are so easily threatened by the changes that happen in recovery, we need, to help, we need help to feel secure. We want the gifts we've been offered, and we can only have them if we keep working and keep growing in trust. As we continue on the road of recovery, we feel more and more ready. As we come to accept that our program is based on progress, not perfection, we gradually find ourselves transformed spiritually. We are becoming entirely ready today grant me the courage and the patience to accept that sometimes slow the sometimes slow process of change i'm a i'm a change advocate i will tell you i learned in my retail career that pretty much the only thing that stays the same is the fact that something's going to change and it's true like if we had a miserable boss it would be like okay well their expiration date is about 2 to 3 years so it'll change and the direction will change. And everybody thinks they reinvent the wheel in upper management. And I would say 95% of the time they're not even close. They're just regurgitating something that's already been tried. But I digress. I won't go into that. But change is important. And I, as I read through this reading, I'm going to kind of break it down because there was a lot there. So when we're gambling using broken promises, OMG, right? Like, how many broken promises have, have, have we made when we weren't living our best life? And it, it does become part of our reputation. And in recovery, it says it. Today we can make a commitment and keep it. Each day we act more responsibly and more consistently. And that's so true, and get more things done. And, and this applies a lot to my drinking. Not that I broke a lot of promises when I was drinking, but by not drinking in 2020, what I realized was, I, just, I believe there's a correlation. I didn't drink and more things got done. It, it's just the way it, it panned out. And that's actually part of why I haven't drank again since. I'm still am not declaring that I'll never drink again. But that is, there's definitely a correlation. And it's crazy. I don't even think about alcohol 99% of the Time, unless I'm talking about it in this scope, but I don't, I mean, there's a few moments where it's like, ah, I wish I could because I feel sometimes like an entitlement, which is not a very recovery thing to feel. So hence, I don't go back to my wonderful Long Island iced teas. As we move through the stages of becoming entirely ready, we need to be, we need to stay more constantly in touch with our higher power. And this is, for me, the way it's worked out is that having spirituality, having a belief in something bigger than myself, whether you call it a higher power or God or the universe, as I always did, I like still source love that James McNeil introduced me to. I love that. That kind of covers it because it has love in it. And source can be whatever that source is, the source of what made the grass green and the makes the sky blue and rain and sunshine and trees and critters and all the things. That's source. Something did that, not us humans, right? So there there has to be something. And and I guess that would be evidence. Wow, I never really thought of that. I always, in all my denial of of getting into that conversation around faith, was like, well, if I can't see it, I can't believe it, but... Geez, I guess the whole world is here for us to see, to have some faith in. Easily threatened by changes that happen in recovery. We need help to feel secure. And that's true. As your your life can go from one extreme literally to a completely other when you stop using and you go to active recovery. I won't say active addiction because I think that or or abstinence excuse me I wouldn't say from active addiction to not an active recovery and and what I mean is if you've heard the term dry drunk you can maybe not consume alcohol but if you're not changing your behaviors and your attitude and your actions like if you still break promises even though you're sober that's not recovery to me that is abstinence so it has to be recovery it has to be doing the work it has to be searching and digging and and healing and awareness and being open to this change 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 can be so good we talked the other day about relationships and 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 losing jobs and stuff those big changes And I told you how I tell people, like, congratulations when those things happen because it means you can change. And maybe you didn't have the strength independently to initiate those changes. So there's the source, love, universe, God, whatever, helping you along on your path. So embracing change will definitely make your life a whole lot easier. I have upside-downed, upside-downed? Is that that the right word? But when I think about a year ago, my mindset, just a year ago, and and how much has changed. Almost two years ago, everything looked completely different. I was in a relationship. I was planning on moving to Wisconsin. I was on the pink cloud of recovery. I was going to group all the time I was working my day job I didn't have a podcast I mean so many things have happened in two years and through all the the things the breakup the travel the show the the online learning leaving my job all those things are changes and I couldn't be more happy and I wouldn't have any of that if I didn't work on my recovery and even though two years ago I had close close to two years, Without a bet, it didn't mean that my thinking was <laughs> of a recovering person. I mean, I thought it was, and I did the best I could, but how much have I grown in the last two years is just mind-blowing to me. My perception on, on life, and so much of that happened hap, la- happened last year. And it came through, like the calendar said, it came through those worsts. What's worse than a pandemic and people dying and not being able to talk to someone through a breakup, not being able to go anywhere, not being able to live your normal life, having your plans canceled, not being able to see your friends and family like the worst. What, what, what worst leads us to our best? And, and I have so much gratitude for 2020 for that reason because all that shit, all that cleaning house I needed to do, all that digging deep was presented to me. Not more than I can handle. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be sitting here, right? But all that stuff was the inspiration to get me to this inspiration, motivation. not sure the right language around that. But that's what got me to this place today. And I'm in a happy place today. And I could talk about this stuff and so many other things without the pain of it. I can solve problems a little better today. I'm still emotional. I still get wound up. I would have never thought of myself as having an anger issue until you put me on the the phone or give me a problem with one of these people that I'm paying for service. Then I learn anger when they screw up. And I have these go-to, so I still have a lot of work to do there. I have to, like, take a chill pill and just be like, okay, the person on the other phone, it's not their fault. It's really just not their fault. Um, And I usually tell them, by the way, like, hey, sorry, I'm pissed at your company, not you. You just have the consequence of dealing with me (laughs) when I get in those frustrated states. So I have so much work to do. And that's okay. I'm up for the challenge. Every day I'm going to learn something new. I got I went to a training last night. If you guys don't know who Grant Cardone is, now he's not for everyone, but he is a very 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 wealthy man who has no problem talking about money. But he shares his message and shares his sales tricks and his business tricks with with everyone and I'm going to a conference in March where I will uh, get to meet him, and I actually treated myself to a little bit better level. And this is this is recovery thinking versus my old thinking. My old thinking would have been, well, I don't have money to buy a better ticket because I would have been, I probably wouldn't be at the conference in the first place. But never mind. I'd be like, where's the closest casino in Miami? Or even if I was clean, oh God, I don't deserve that ticket. I'm not worth it. Uh, that's crazy, blah, blah, blah. So I bought the ticket about two weeks ago for a better seat. So I'm going to be closer to the stage. Now, there's only 2,000 people here. And yeah, it's obviously a revenue builder to have the same event and have higher-end tickets. But here's the thing. I found out who some of the people that are going to be there will be. It's about proximity and I'm telling you guys this first. I'm so freaking excited. I haven't even told any of my friends or family. And if they're listening, they're going to know the magnitude of how important this is to me. But I found out that there's going to be a lot of celebrities. And I and they wouldn't even tell us them all. I was listening with beaded breath last night trying to find out who they were because they're not telling us. One of them is A-Rod. But are you ready for this? I am going to meet one of my – I have what's called the future husband list. And there's been many people on my future husband list, and what it means is I really favor them. I don't consider myself someone who gets all starstruck with celebrities. Usually, when people talk about celebrities, I have no idea who they're talking about, and that's fine. I don't, I don't need to know. Like a celebrity doesn't impact my life on a daily basis, aside from people like Grant Cardone and these couple special people that have made my future husband list. So some of them were like. Toby Keith, because he was very handsome and just made fun, amazing country music. Uh, Donald Trump, before all this politics stuff. This goes back, well, I guess it's got to be close to 10 or 15 years. Whenever The Apprentice was on, I was 30. So yeah, probably closer to 15 years because I applied for that show. And I just thought that he had the best business mind. And I I still think that he has a brilliant business mind. I just, because of the life I live now, I don't look to be an antagonist. So I don't talk about that that future husband as much because it, it just causes people animosity and anger or whatever because of how they feel about him as a man, not the business stuff. So what's the point of even getting in that conversation, right? I might be pissing you off right now just by telling you that I admired this man, especially in the current state of the country. But again, I'm going back 15 years and he was on – he was on my list. So I started Zumba I think in 2008 or 9 and growing up I used to be very frustrated by the Spanish language, right? I couldn't it was like it felt like that's where all the radio stations were in, there was people in school, I just couldn't I couldn't understand it. So it was frustrating to me. I felt like an outsider. And uh, I still don't understand the language. And I'm going to learn. Gosh, I'm going to learn. That's a high priority for me. But one of the artists and and part of the secret to Zumba made me fell in love with Latino music. Like, I'll listen to it on the radio now for the rhythms and the fun of it because it makes me feel good, even though I have no idea what it's saying. Well, there was a man that melded the Latino and American, so I could I could understand maybe 50% of the words now and still just love the music. And that man, on my future husband list, I am going to get to meet in March. And what's even... He's not there to sing to us. He's there to share his story. Now, if I remember right, from what I know about him, his mom and his environment, he's Cuban, And he came to Miami and he grew up, I want to say, using, dealing, being just immersed in a drug-filled environment. And he came out of it and he's like one of the most successful musicians, I think, probably on the planet. and Or at least that's my perception. He's just amazing. But that is Pitbull, guys. I am going to get to freaking meet. Pitbull. Now I don't know all the logistics, but this better ticket got me to go to a couple private parties on on the Friday and Saturday night, and I have a feeling he might be there, at least for one of them, maybe both, maybe the whole conference. I don't know, but I get access to these other people in the front row, and and he is going to be there, and he's going to share his story. I cannot wait. I am like so excited. And if I if I wasn't in recovery, if I wasn't working on a better life, if I wasn't doing the next right thing, I would not be meeting Pitbull. And uh, yeah, this is like a little dream come true. So I'm very excited and just thought I would share that with you because I just found out. So instead of telling, you know, my 10 closest people who would appreciate this, I'm sharing this with the world, literally the world. And I imagine no matter what country you're in, you've heard of Pitbull. So that's very exciting. I can't wait for that conference just in general. But uh, yeah, that's that's my happy news for the day. And I'm glad I got to share it with you because I probably would blow up because I'm so excited about it. And yeah, on that happy, happy note, I am going to leave you because we're trying to mix up our schedule and go walking first instead of this afternoon and... Um, I have a fun-filled day ahead of me, one where I have to stay awake late because I'm going to lead a Dharma recovery group tonight, see some of my alcohol-free friends get connected because I've been kind of um, slacking on that a little more than I really would have liked to. So that's where I'm at. I hope that you guys have a terrific Tuesday. Some of my friends ahead of me, of course, are (laughs) getting ready for bed on their Tuesday night, but... Nonetheless, I hope you're doing well out there. I love you guys. I will be back tomorrow, beautiful people. Talk to you soon.